Yeah, I know. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler. This is episode number two hundred and three. Today's topic is WordPress, or sorry, plugins to speed up your WordPress site. We're gonna go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Hmm. Around the room, Austin, around the room. a little room. bit about yourself. <laughs> uh, my name's Austin. I work at a company in San Diego called Visceral. Uh, we mostly work with nonprofits, and I built a lot of websites there. Awesome. Hmm. Good to have you. Thank you. How about you, Chris? Uh, hi, I'm Chris Summer. I tweet, I blog, I mostly sit around the house and smoke a cigar in the hot tub. That's true. Truth That's in advertising right here. <laughs> Awesome, Chris. Good to have you. What about you, George? I am George Zafanos. I work on Jetpack, building all sorts of pretty shiny, cool stuff, and help run the Lancaster, Pennsylvania WordPress Meetup Group and WordCamp. Nice. What about you, Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah. I am the production manager at Zeke Interactive, and um, I do the, the OC WordPress Design Meetup, and I'm speaking at this weekend's... Uh, WordCamp of Los Angeles. Awesome. What about you, Say? Oh, hey, my name is Say, and I like to play. I don't know. Uh, I make WordPress all day. Oh, <laughs> at at Say Read Media on all the things. I just felt like being different. <laughs> Yo, that was not a rap. That was not a rap, because oh, I no, suck at that. Right. Oh, I, know I am Say, and I'm here to say. I know, I can totally mute you guys. I can't rap. I can't rap today or ever, any day. Steve, ever. how about you? <laughs> I am Steve Zinkin. I am the founder of Zeke Interactive, and so I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Nice. I'm Jason Rumor Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and I blog over at jasontucker.us. <laughs> And do a whole bunch of audio video stuff over at WPmedia.pro. Alrighty. Let's talk a little bit about speeding up your WordPress website. What? Like, that's probably what the the most Googled thing is my website slow. Why? You know, why is my website slow? Can we can we just take out of the conversational running the host part of that right now for this? Well, Why? yeah, because the topic is plugins that'll help your <laughs> website load faster, speed up. So yeah, plug into a different host. It tells you to change to a different host. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this this website is slow. You should pick this one instead. So one of the one of the plugins that I recommend the most uh, is a plugin that is focused on your images, because as we know, uh, a lot of people will upload an image without thinking through, without doing any kind of prep work on the image, and so it can end up being a very large image. You can end up uploading um, full-size images for a space on the website that's pretty small. And so um, if you check out imagify.io, um, you will find that it is a uh, lazy-loading, high-performance uh compression approach to your images. So you get to upload the full image and then it can compress it. And you even get to control how much compression you get. Um, and the net result is really fast loading images which uh, will have a significant impact if you have a photo heavy website. And it, now, does that have a WordPress plugin that, where you basically do that in the admin or is this yep. you upload it to their site and then you re-upload it? Nope, it's a plugin that you put on your site and as it uh -huh. uploads, 
it does the work and you get to control the compression on your own in the plugin on your own site. There are a couple of other ones of those. My favorite to say is WP Smush. Smush it. I like saying Smush that. It good. Smush it my, good. My previous, <laughs> my previous favorite was uh, Kraken.io because I could unleash the Kraken. But uh, <laughs> release. Now yeah. he just does it with rum. <laughs> so there are other ones. There's WP Smush. There's ew. <laughs> Ew, image optimizer, which I don't understand that at all. I've never gotten it. I want it. Ew, why is it ew? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? No? No, yeah, I've never used that no. one. Okay. I use that one all the time. I actually like that one better than WP Smush. Do you every time, it. so instead of saying release the Kraken, you just be like, ew. ew. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of weird because it does like a ew, good job. So you're thing. like, oh, yeah, all right. It should really be, oh, maybe it's a language thing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so, meant, ah. so, so Chris, why would why would um, optimizing your images speed up your website? Like, what, where, where, where is that so, coming from? So, what happens is people will upload a photo, right? Like, let's say you take a you take a picture um, uh, with your phone or your camera or whatever, and and you send it to your desk. That phone, that image may likely be a high res image, so it might be four megabytes, and then you upload it to your WordPress website for an image that's going to go in your sidebar that is, you know, 300 pixels wide. So you can imagine that, you know, what you'd really want to do is open up the file in some image editing, resize it, remove a lot of the pixels out that you don't need because it's only going to be 300 pixels wide. And yet, if you don't do that, um, WordPress will load the whole thing up and then after it's loaded, shrink it down and say, here you go, look at, look at the image, right? And you go... Ah, oh, that's going to take a long time to load up. So if you can just compress the image, uh, especially on the fly, if you don't have to do anything, you don't have to open up any photo, you know, Photoshop or other applications. Just do it on the fly. You're like, wow, the image looks fine for the space that it's in, and yet now I'm loading something that's like, you know, 12k or or 100k, but definitely not 5 megs. So the more you can reduce how much you're actually loading on the page, the faster the page loads. Awesome. And, and there's another related plugin to this. Yeah, there's another related plugin to this called Simple Image Sizes. So built into WordPress, it'll actually do some of this stuff for you, kind of, right? So you can set different image sizes so that when you upload an image, WordPress will actually take care of making those multiple image sizes for you. However, you're not guaranteed that your theme is going to use one of those image sizes. So there's some themes that'll just go ahead and use the full size that you uploaded. So you have to be careful with that. Also, plugins. We call those bad is, themes. What's Wood that? Commerce, <laughs> he calls those bad themes. I call them uh, shitty themes. Uh, we're, that's a new directory, shittythemes.com. Yeah, I yeah. haven't checked that one oh, out. I'm going I'm to go buy that URL. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Um, also, on that note, there is... Oh, shit. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Excuse my language. <laughs> Yeah, you distract me with that. There was, there's also Insanity, is one that yep. wasn't what I was gonna say, but I was gonna talk about Insanity. I like that one for yeah. compression. Now, now, so far we've just been talking about images, but well, there's a lot of different things. Okay, go ahead, Steve. I was gonna say that's only one piece of it, right? So even if you compress all your images, you can still have lots of images on the page. And what you should do is is do your best off offload those to a CDN. And so there's George. a whole different set of plugins that allow you to work with the CDN. There's your there's softball. There's this one called... <laughs> well, Jetpack. But that's oh, not where I'm going with it. But when we're talking about speed, there's normally three different numbers that you're actually going to be measuring. There's time to first byte, 
which mm -hmm. is basically how long it takes for you to send the request to the server and start getting data back about the HTML of the page. I like to then call that there's, Then there's document ready, which is sometimes you load a page and it's white until suddenly everything's loaded and then things start displaying. And that's document ready. And then window load, which is basically when all the uh, images and everything else that loads after the text and everything does has finished loading in and everything starts displaying. So uh, it, when you put these image optimizing, that's going to get everything finished loading a little bit sooner. But we also have to consider that when you're adding a bunch of plugins to your site, that's WordPress needing to do more and more things. So just by activating a plugin or using a theme that does more stuff, you could be increasing your time to first byte and how long it takes for data to actually get to you, unless you're using a good caching plugin. Yeah, and that's, that's the other piece that you want to look at is um, all of that work that George was talking about in terms of WordPress doing work, it does it the first time it goes to create that page or that post. But if you have a cache plugin, it will save the final rendering so that it doesn't have to do all that work again, which means it can just present you the, the final HTML without doing a whole bunch of the calls. And every time you can limit the number of calls that you're doing back to servers and databases and everything else, um, you're better off in terms of speed, right? So looking at a cache plugin, and this is where it gets complicated because there's been a ton of articles written about uh, all sorts of plugins that have been around for a very long time, some of which have not been updated in a very long time. Uh -huh. and, uh, and that means you want to really be careful when you read those websites that say, we recommend X plugin or Y plugin, um, because you want to look and go, wait, has this thing been touched in a while? Uh, so my favorite caching plugin is actually a plugin called uh, WP Rocket, which is wp-rocket.me, which unless I tell you that URL, you will likely never find it. But um, WP Rocket uh, is not only a, a very powerful caching plugin, but it is actively updated. It is actively, you know, the team is involved in consistently uh, working with it. And that, that makes a huge difference versus some of the ones out there that have just been left by the wayside. And despite its name, it has absolutely no connection to Jetpack. <laughs> and I would, I would also add that while there are multiple choices out there for caching plugins, um, having multiple caching plugins does not equal better caching. What? <laughs> yes. I, thought, I thought more cache was always better. Oh, man. Austin just rules everything around me. What can I say? Austin, Austin what, what, what are you guys using for caching? So we use WP Rocket. Um, we switched over recently uh, because it... Generally, like I've, I always test all these different plugins' performance for uh, for our websites, and we try to give the best to our clients. We use WP Rocket because we get the best results, but because we work in the nonprofit sector and we get a lot of clients that we can't work with, uh, we do have you know recommendations for things that you don't have to pay for. And I think WP Fastest Cash was the best one that we came across. Um, Unless you're like really want to fine tune a bunch of stuff and have like a million options, W3 total cache is great, but WP fastest cache definitely uh, really easy to set up, works nice. well. I mean, basically, there's three main tiers for caching, and I think WP Rocket largely aims at the middle, um, which makes it a very good all rounder 
Uh, but if you're on the low end and you don't really have the money to throw at WP Rocket, uh, you can look at uh, something like W3 Total Cash, Fastest Cash, WP Super Cash, uh, anything along those lines. If you're on the higher end, uh, on like a larger, more enterprise solution, um, you can look at just honestly going into like mod page speed uh, and everything around WordPress as well as inside. Uh, make sure you have an object cache set up whether using Redis or Memcast or something to save those database calls. And Do they have a plugin for get that? Get things going a little bit quicker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah. and after you've finished going to DevOps school, yeah, yeah right. go ahead and make sure. Right, that's what it's for enterprise. Folks. That's faster for sure. Because a reverse, a reverse AB proxy course. and get. Yeah. They're actually just to be clear. There actually is a plugin uh, for using Redis, um, which is uh, WP Redis, I think. Um, yeah. And there's a memcached one too. Yeah, they're not it, that hard to set. But to be clear, but, well, do not it, play it, with these things if you do not know what you're doing. I, I, I want to say, George, you just said let's, they're not that hard to set up for you. <laughs> yeah, for you. I mean, this is this is the dev and user divide that happens everywhere. George is like, yeah, you just open the terminal window and you put in some things and you're good. So yes, and then everyone for else developers, is like, what's, they're not what's too that? hard to set up. Thank you. The Thanks. truth, the truth is, is that the plugin itself is not hard to set up. Understanding what to do and how to configure Redis and and the and object cache and everything else requires a stronger mental model of what's really happening. Which, if you're just building your website, you may not have. Um, so you just you just really want to you want to step into that if you are playing around and it's not a production site and you want to learn that or. Uh, trust some of the plugins to, to solve that for you. Or some other alternatives which are not very difficult to set up are Cloudflare and Security, right? So they've got, uh, uh, Security's got Cloud Proxy, which will yep. just uh, do a lot of this stuff for you. Yes. The, the, one, uh, the one downside to every one of those, and they're all awesome, is uh, you do have to do some configuration if you want to edit your website so that you can see it. <laughs> because... Unfortunately, I've been on many a call <laughs> where someone's like, I just changed my website and I, I go to hit, you know, the, the, I, I changed it on the inside and then I went to look at the outside and it's not changed. It's not changed. There's something broken with my website. You're like, oh my God, right? No, you're actually seeing the cached version. That's what cache does. So yeah. you're going to have to go up to any of those Cloudflare or, or Cloud Proxies and you're going to have to flush that cache and reset it so that it takes the latest changes. And the moment you say flush that cache, people are like, okay, you just got too complicated for me. Yeah. So just be aware, if you're using a cloud-based proxy layer for caching, um, sometimes it takes a little bit for it to catch up to what you just did. How do you, you guys... Cloud-based proxy layer, I'm done. Go ahead, Austin. How do you guys handle... Um, like educating clients on that because I feel like that's uh, something that comes up all the time. Steve it... draws pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so my my yeah. clients, which are all users and small business owners, I uh, don't use things that where they have to learn words like proxy layer, cloud mm. things, because they will glaze over, and so that's not even a solution. So they have to do stuff that's like out of the box plugin stuff. So you know that's how I deal with it for my clients. Steve, well, I mean, when, when I'm when I'm having a chat because I've I've had the same thing where you know a, a client will email me like hey I just updated this thing on the site it's not showing up what's going on um, a lot of a lot with a lot of our clients we're handling caching mostly on the on the hosting side but yeah. it you know, just becomes a, a a lesson of like here's the button that you yeah. put and then it it fixes the thing yeah I find 
I find the best way to, to, to uh, educate a client is to introduce these things one by one, do it slowly. So, so if you're introducing, uh, say, security, right, do that and, and let them know where, what's being, what pieces of the website are being handled by what services so that, so that they know where to look if, if something happens at 3 a.m. and I, I'm not by the phone. You should always do it slowly. That is excellent advice. <laughs> there is... Uh, there's, there's one other piece that um, I know we said at the beginning we're not going to talk about hosting. There's one other piece we're not going to talk about. Um, one other piece we're not going to talk about but really plays into this and so uh, just be aware of it. The theme you choose can have a ridiculous amount of added code and uh, poor performing dynamics that no plugin will actually help. Come on. So, name, name it, name it. I'm sorry. Let's I do it out loud. I Wait, I have a story to tell about it. I have a story to tell about it. So I had a, 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 um, a client last week through the SBDC. She brought a web developer with her because they've been having all this drama with their old web developer or whatever. And he's like, oh, I couldn't deal with it. Wait for the import. So I just spun up a site for you. He was telling this the other client. And he shows us, I was like, what theme is this? He goes, Aveda. And I was oh. like, I'm out. I'm leaving. Done. <laughs> but, uh, I gave him a lot of hassle for that. And I was like, so you know this theme is like in incredibly bloated. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, as far let's, as that one went. I, I, I just want to mm -hmm. highlight, if your theme comes with 16 plugins, 14 of which are sliders, um, it should, it should, it should give you a red flag, right? Like maybe this is the code. But unlike caching, more sliders equals better performance. <laughs> yeah. Better. No. There's, there's much more ROI in that better design, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and better user experience, too. <laughs> just as an aside, if you're ever buying a theme that comes bundled with premium plugins, be very, Don't. very careful because uh, if one of those premium plugins gets a security update, you may not get that update. Yep. Because yeah. that would depend on the theme updating with the new version of the plugin, and then you getting both of those. Since so we are, you're since, leaving yourself open to security holes. Since, since we are talking about plugins, right? One of the one of the most offending plugins that I've been running across recently, as far as bloat goes, is Visual Composer. Visual Composer. Oh my and, god. And, and Visual, if you if you're using a theme that uses Visual Composer, I would just switch. That it, is my my key uh, when searching on ThemeForest. I I basically you know clients will be like, oh, I like these, and I I just scan. Scan, scan. Visual Composer, nope. Visual Composer, well, nope. It's out. And, and, and part of the problem we're seeing is Visual Composer doesn't update at the same cycles as, as WordPress, and there are things that are just broken, right? So, yeah. you, so if you're using Visual Composer, forget about the bloat. It's just going to be broken. But also, that's something that is uh, adds another... First of all, it doesn't speed up the site at all, so it's not quite as relevant no. here. But it is. Um, so it does slow down, so it is it does, relevant. It does slow down the site. It also slows down uh, users using the site because there's this whole other weird, you know, component to it where it's like all these little your text is like buried under three boxes deep in the page editor. So it also slows down just writing a post. So there's that idea as there's, well as that you know workflow. There's another. There's another plugin that you want to check out, which is called P3 mm -hmm. Profiler, mm -hmm. which is the plugin performance profiler. And one of the things that this will do, if you're comparing two different slider plugins or two different form plugins, is you can install this P3 profiler and then 
use the different plugins that you're comparing and look at the data from P3 Profiler, which will tell you which one took more resources, which one was slower, which one had you know, 50 calls back to the database versus four calls to the database, where the number lower is better. Um, and you can make a decision. I, I've seen this, especially when it comes to sliders. There's 20 or 30 different, um, if you're talking about those sliding carousels on your website, there's 20 or 30 different ones of them. They're coded all very differently. And it may be as simple to speed up your website as installing P3 Profiler, compare two or three of them, pick the one that's slowest and you will, or fastest, and you will have a much faster website than what you had before. Incidentally, that plugin by GoDaddy. Just yeah. side note. Yeah, Kurt <laughs> paints a fantastic job with P3. You just need to be a little bit careful and take all, all of it with a grain of salt because this is doing the profiling from within uh, yep. PHP inside WordPress. So, like, if a plugin is calling a bunch of core functions that take a long time to run, that won't reflect it in the plugin. So let's talk about factories issues there. Let's talk about sliders for a minute because I think sliders are related to the images thing, the images conversation we had earlier. Let's talk you, about sliders. You, let's talk you about have, you and me. If you are using a slider, um, statistics stop. will tell you that. Well, stop. But statistics will tell you that, <laughs> that people people will maybe see your second slide. They probably won't see your third. So if you have a slider with five slides in it, limit it to three. Bring it down You're to three. You're wasting your time. Well, which will automatically speed up your site because you've now cut out that load by uh, down to sixty percent of what it was, right? But again, you might want to just consider not using a slider at all. Although there is some new data out there on sliders, uh, so that sorry, sorry to interrupt, but there is some new data on sliders out there. Just that way, okay. Sorry. If you're also if you're a, a website owner, yeah, it's easy to make that decision. But if you're a developer and you have a client saying, "I want a slider." You probably need to educate yourself better on on how to handle that that conversation and position yourself so that you know you know what's best. You know that there's statistics out there that say sliders aren't good, and you can educate your client that way. And, and but even if you have a client, case. sorry, even if you have a client that is insistent on using that slider, back it up with data, right? Add some yeah. analytics in there that show what 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 slides people are seeing. You're going to well, see there's a major drop off after the second slide. Absolutely, but if you can, get them to get off. Sorry, Sarah, I cut you off. Sarah, what were you going to say? Sometimes you lay out your entire case for why sliders are a terrible idea, why your customers don't want them, and why they slow your site down, and your customer doesn't care. So you just need to be forewarned and forearmed with how you're going to make be able to make a slider work with the site, whether I, that means rolling your own or what. I think that's important because this is a conversation. This changes depending on whether or not you're doing your own site or the developer's doing your site mm -hmm. or you're the developer doing the site. All of those roles have different ways they can deal with what they can implement to uh, to speed up a site. Like a user can implement a total cache plugin, but they are not going to do all that crazy stuff that George was talking about. Now a developer should do all that stuff that George was talking about ahead of time, so that is totally relevant to them, and they shouldn't just rely on total cache or super cache or any of the caches. So I think your role in the website development really dictates how you should be implementing the, the stuff to speed stuff up. I think one thing we haven't really spoken about is, you know, at the very beginning we talked about images, but we didn't talk about, like, other resources that are being pulled in, primarily JavaScript, oh, CSS, CSS. Yeah. those sorts of things as well. So can we talk a little bit about that? I have a couple that I would love no. to talk about. Yeah, go for it. Please, go for it. There are two plugins that I found that I would love to 
see get more attention. Uh, it's Plugin Organizer and WP Asset Cleanup. They both do sort of the same thing, um, depending on the, the level of control you want to have. And they will show you which resources are being uh, enqueued on certain pages. And you can dequeue them across the entire site except for one page. Or you can hide them on one page or whatever. So good way to prevent certain styles and, re and JavaScript from showing. I really like the idea behind them, but it worries me a lot that someone's going to get themselves into trouble by dequeuing something that's actually necessary. They may just not realize it. Or... That's definitely not a user-friendly plugin. No, user I would far sooner see like the plugin developer or the theme developer <laughs> optimizing only conditionally in queue instead of having something else go in and like punch stuff out of the way after the fact. Because I think really that's dangerous. a really good approach, actually, because if you're a developer, you should probably not be using this that type of plugin to structure stuff. You should be going in and doing it on the back end in the code or in, in whatever it is that you're developing and not just slapping a plugin on top to fix it, because that's, you know, I don't think that that's... That's more that's, overhead. Well, I think the challenge... Yeah, you're making the problem worse, almost. That's a good point, but if you're if you're developing a site and someone switches themes, if you're doing, if you're, you know, dequeuing resources in their, in your functions file, and then that theme gets switched, you're... That's why you do the functions file, you do it in MU plugins or a standalone plugin to optimize the site. Fair. We just lost ninety percent of our audience. <laughs> yeah. and and a good point here is that yeah, there are a lot of things that you can do as an end user to speed up your site. Mm -hmm. But if you're really looking for major gains on speed, uh, you know whether you've got like a site with a lot of traffic or what, hire a developer. Hire one of us. I think that's a really great point. We because there is a point where the DIY is done. You know, yeah. you reach the thing, and the users like can't well, do those things that need to happen. There's a and, point where you have to get into the code and start adding in object caching, and you have to get real weird with it. And, and, it's and, not and, it's, and I think George. No matter what WP it. Beginner says, do not go into your functions file. Well, Don't, I think, I think Don't George, do it. I think George and Austin both said it, right? You can listen to all these things on the water cooler. I wouldn't recommend just going in and installing them and start playing around. You can make some serious mistakes. But I think what the the key thing is is that this should be a a, a conversation that. A, an end user should be having with themselves and Google or with their developer or whoever that is, there are ways to solve the problem. You don't just have to be saddled with a slow site. That is not, that's not the way that WordPress should be. It's not that WordPress is a slow site. I, I hear that a lot and people are like, oh, it's, you know, it's slow or it's too much or whatever. That's not the problem. If your site is slow, something's not working properly. And I think paying attention to it as more of a symptom as opposed to um, a symptom of a problem of a site not being built right or images not being uploaded properly, I think that's more important because then you can fix the problem and then you don't have to have all these plugins that fix things on top of it. Ultimately, then, WordPress is just it, its a PHP MySQL application, right? <laughs> uh, we've been dealing with this for long before WordPress came around. And in the end, everything, as in life, everything is a trade-off. It's just got deep. So, also, we're all going to die. End, so. No, but everything is a trade-off. It's a question of um, some plugins may be easier to use but not give you the same performance benefits. And that's okay. If you need something easier to use because you don't understand the more technical aspects, do what you can. Um, but if you can do the better one, way is it worth your time to learn this system and speed it up? Would you rather optimize for your developer time and your or would you rather optimize for the performance of the website? 
I also think that people get obsessed over speed, and it is yeah. definitely an important thing. The pages need to load. Google's judging you on it. People are judging you on it, especially for small businesses. So it's definitely important, but the difference between a second of load time is probably not, for a lot of clients, especially with smaller sites, it's probably not the most vital thing to pay attention to because first, you know, you have to get people to your site so that they care about if it loads quickly. So in terms of small business owners or end users focusing on stuff, I would say focus on your content, focus on getting plugins that help the site work better. Don't hyper-focus or obsess over site speed. But I, would I, agree, I, agree, I agree with you, and I don't at the same time, because we're now in a mobile world, right? So, so speed, absolutely, every second matters when you're loading on the mobile phone because because you've got a, a very small window to capture that audience. I, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, I'm just saying the difference is in fractions of a second I, that some of this can apply to can obsess people I to a point it. where it's like, what you know, try you know, run an ad campaign or something, you know, for a minute. Like, if all you care about is speed serve HTML with no CSS or images or JavaScript. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've talked to people fast. I, I've talked to people who get, you know, pretty obsessed with all of like the like a Google page speed report, you know, making sure all those lights are green. And yes, that's something that you want to do, but there's also context for that report. So that, you know, you could have a very well-performing site that has a couple yellow, even red lights. Yep. That's Kinda about like it. Kind of like the plugin. the end oh, of the show. <laughs> yep, yep. Go over to our website at wpwatercooler.com. Click on the link there to subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. We do a couple different shows on wpwatercooler.com, so go take a look at those. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the little thumbs up button or leave us a comment. We would appreciate it. Folks, thank you for being on today. I really appreciate it. You guys have a good rest of your day. Have a good Bye. Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Work hard. Thanks, guys.